Rangers down 6-2 to the Tigers right now. We gave them praise earlier in the show, and now look what they do. Reds, Orioles about to resume. Bottom third, they've been in a rain delay. Here they come, Trista. Our Reds getting back out on the field, trying to beat those Orioles. My Nats are up 2-1 on the Mariners. Even though it's just baseball season right now, still got plenty. Still got plenty going on. Our Reds, though, our Reds have to continue this. Forget those losses against the Braves. Forget it. They're back. Back out there. Take that tarp off the field, and here we go. Who doesn't lose to the Braves? Honestly. That's true. The Braves. That is very true. All right, the breaking news, which has a smile across Trista's face here. The questions, the worries, the wonder as she tried to accept a future without Damian Lillard. Portland Trailblazers general manager Joe Cronin just issued a statement. He met today with Damian Lillard, and he said, quote, I met with Dame and Aaron Goodwin, that would be his agent, this afternoon. We had a great dialogue. We remain committed to building a winner around Dame. So as of right now, it looks as though Damian Lillard will still be, still be a Portland Trailblazer. Hell yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm okay with either direction. I'm just not okay with making bad deals to placate a 33-year-old star, who, by the way, is the best blazer of all time. However, he is 33, and he's making 60 mil a year. I think that's a lot. I think we've done enough. Yeah. And this this team's committed to trying. I think that's what matters, is the effort, Ashu. You know what it is. You're, you're married Sometimes your wife just wants you to pick your clothes up off the floor. Just mm-hmm, just wipe mm-hmm. the counter down. Just try. Yep. Even if you're not completely successful, just just do a little scrubby <laughs> scrub scrub. Even if she needs to go back into the bathroom and clean up after you, just the attempt to do what she asked you to do is sometimes all that matters. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's it's just about speaking love languages, you know? It's all about the love language. Do the dishes and help out with stuff around, and I, I keep myself in a good place. It's, it's, it's the way that it's all about effort. You're right. And look, I, it's tough because, I, like, I understand where you are. Let's even take the fan part out of it, and let's look at it just from a basketball perspective, of, of a future perspective for the Trailblazers. Keeping Dame or not having Dame, like, they're probably a playoff team. But we're not as – Emma agrees. See, Emma agrees, and she says that they're clearly a playoff team too. But, like, they – they're not going to be a contender right now. Now, that being said, the Portland Trailblazers with Dame are a good team. If they were to trade Damian Lillard, you're probably getting cap relief. You're getting some first-round picks. So it becomes one of those situations where your team is going to regress now, take a step back now, to be a better team moving forward. So you don't, like, you don't win these trades. Teams that trade stars, they ask for a trade or it's time to move on, whatever the case is, whatever the conversation is, doesn't matter. How often do these teams win trades? We thought there was a short period of time where the Nets and Sixers, remember both won that uh, James Harden, Ben Simmons trade. Like, oh, Ben Simmons is going to be back. His back's ready to go. He's healthy. A star for a star. You don't see this very much. Oh, never mind. Even then, the Sixers won that trade. Ben Simmons bar- has barely played basketball for the Nets. Yeah, and and ultimately, both of them kind of lost the trade because it's just horrible. Yeah. Honestly, James Harden hasn't panned out. They had to give up a bunch of picks for him. Brooklyn had to give up a bunch of picks for him. Listen, James Harden is uh, what what we call in the biz a, a permanent souvenir. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you just can't get rid of him. Uh, my, as my mom would call it, don't come home from your trip with a permanent souvenir when you're leaving off a of vacation, if you know what I'm saying. That's the, just the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving is James Harden. So, yeah, I mean – for, for Dame, 
it's really just been one of these kooky scenarios, uh, Ashu, because me as a fan, and I've been a fan since I was six. Well, four, really. My mom made me a fan. She showed me a bunch of satellite blazers clips and, and games mm-hmm. from the time I was like four or five years old. So I'm actually, no, like all joking aside, the hour dubs and this and that, like I am legitimately, my heart goes out for Portland. I, I bleed red and black. One of the most special times in my life was covering the Western Conference Finals in 2019, Blazers versus Warriors. Even though we got swept, it was like going back to the Moda Center or Rose Rose Garden where I all where it all started for me. It's like a real emotional thing. So I'm a hardcore fan, but I'm away. Like I've moved away from Portland. So I understand what Portland is. Portland's not a market that anyone really wants to go. It's not a city that's very appealing to young players uh, of any caliber, really. It gets rains all the time. It doesn't have a ton to do. It's a very small town. I think there's about a million in the complete metropolitan area. If you're a seven foot player walking around in Portland, you're going to get noticed. Anything that you do, you're never going to blend in. Your business is out going to be on front street. And like the tax situation is not great. Real estate taxes aren't great. Yeah, you don't pay sales tax, but your income tax is sky high. There's just really not a lot of redeemable qualities unless you are, you know, Robin Lopez and you're kind of a recluse that enjoys living in the forest. So if you have the chance of getting a transcendent star on purpose, Scoop Henderson, and you're the Portland Trailblazers fan base, you should be happy, in my opinion. You should be absolutely elated that you didn't get saddled with Brandon Miller. But instead, what I saw on my timeline were media members and fans alike just really dumping on the Scoot Henderson pick, acting like it was the worst thing in the world and that Joe Cronin, the GM, should be ashamed of himself for making a shrewd move for the future of the franchise and not making a poor decision to try to get Zion Williamson, who, let's be honest, is, is eating himself out of the league, is doing all kinds of questionable things off the court, can't stay on the court, has played 114 games in four seasons and is making a boatload of money. Why would we make that deal for a year when it's just going to backfire? Why? Why would we do that? How? So people are very mad at me because I mentioned the homelessness there, which is a real thing. I almost got stabbed for a coffee cake when I was there the last time in Thanksgiving. This woman came up to me and she grabbed me and she goes, buy me a coffee cake. I was like, oh my God, I don't even know where I can buy one. So that's kind of where we're at with the Blazers. They hate me now. The the fan base, the media does not like me, even though I'm speaking facts. And everyone from around the country understands outside of Portland that it's just not a very attractive place to go. Well, I, the, the issue with this too is like, we, we just looked at different scenarios, like where he could even go, what trade would work. Like Scoot Henderson can be a transcendent talent. The Portland Trailblazers are a team that at the end of this last season, remember, They shut everybody down so they could be in this position. They're in a great spot because now they've added somebody that could have been a number one overall pick in a lot of other drafts. And really, who knows what his ceiling actually is. You've added that talent to this roster that's already got a bunch of other young, talented players on this roster. If you're trading that number three pick, okay, what are you – like? Who are you actually getting? Who's It's easy to say, trade for a star, trade for a star. I love this, right? We call them sports radio trades. You get callers that call in and 
Well, I mean, God, all the time when I was doing DC Sports Talk, it was just, there was always just the dumbest ideas that some people are like, okay, how's this going to work? Put away even all the boring stuff, CBA and salary cap and matching salaries if you have to, all that. Just look at players. Who's available? You mentioned Zion. Why would you trade for Zion when he's never on the court ever? I am so sick of this conversation that people seem to have where they just overlook that the guy never plays. I don't get it. Look, I understand when he's out there, he's physically dominant. He's never going to play even half of a season. He just can't. It's not as if, if he's already missing all of this time now, Trista, all these games he's missing now, what's going to happen when he's 30? What's going to happen when he's 32? What's going to happen when he's Dame's age? You think he's going to be playing a full season? He might not even be in the league anymore at that. His body's not going to allow him to do it. So throw Zion off. Okay. Is it Carl Anthony Towns? Like, does that propel you no. past the Nuggets? No. Is it... I mean, I like Paul George. I think Paul George, when he's healthy, I mean, one of the best two-way players in the NBA, but also a little older now, has an injury history. So you have to take those types of things into account. And that's also assuming the Clippers even want to move off Paul George. Like, they, they may not even want to do that. So we can throw these ideas out there, but you know that you can control what you could get at number three. And for Portland to go get Scoot Henderson and stay there, what, you think they weren't talking to other teams? You think they weren't picking up the phone and seeing what they could get for that number three pick? They weren't getting the offer that was right for them, so they waited and took the best player available. It was the right decision. Everybody in Portland's wrong. Anybody in the Portland media that thinks that was the wrong decision is clearly overlooking the fact that you can't just snap your fingers and get a superstar there in a trade. You just can't. Also, if you're building a championship roster – having team control over someone who could average 25 points per game in his first year, which I think like if he was a starter, Scoot Henderson is certainly capable. He's been a pro for two years. Let's not act like Scoot Henderson is yeah. just wet behind the ears and he's coming out of high school. That's just not what it is. He's been playing for the G league night against grown men in the G league for two years and was one of the best players in the pro basketball game at that level. Second of all, I think his comp is that Anthony Edwards, like Scoot mm. Henderson could be the next Ant Edwards in terms of his explosiveness, his size, what he can do. If he can shoot a little bit better from three, which I think he can because his shot form does look good. I think that's a really great comp from him in terms of like an explosiveness standpoint. So maybe Scoot Henderson's your first man off the bench. And if he's the type of playmaker and defender and two-way guy, and he's your sixth man, and it's Shaden Sharp and Dame in the backcourt and Jeremy Grant, and you find maybe it's Cam Johnson that you throw some money at. Like, this is a, a, a guy who could be that good under team control, only making $9 million per year versus $39 million per year. That's what I want to do to build a championship roster because that's what you kind of need to do, right? You've got Aaron Fentress who's out here being like, the Blazers' problem was that they promised Dame that they were going to tank to try to trade for vets. And instead they drafted two teams. Yeah, two phenoms. Two guys who could legitimately be the future of the league. Shaden Sharp is my favorite player, young player in the league right now. He could be he could be Kobe mm -hmm. Bryant and T Mac mixed into one. I've never had this much optimism for how the Portland Trailblazers have been drafting in my life. Not to mention they went out and got Chris Murray, Keegan Murray's twin brother, who set the rookie record for three-pointers made. He's a little yep. older than Keegan Murray was when he came into the league. He could play right away. Ryan Rupert from France could be the steal of the draft. He comes in in the second round. Like, this was a home run 
draft Ashu, and instead we got Portland mm-hmm. fans immediately being like, wee wee, why couldn't we get Jalen Brown for the number three overall pick? Because that's not how the freaking salary cap works. What do you think they're gonna do? You're gonna t- give them Yusuf Nurkic and Anthony Simons in the three, and you're gonna get Jalen Brown back? No, no, no. Can I even do that? Can I do that with my hands? Is that uh, is that bad? You can do it there. Yeah, you're good on here. You can do it on here. String. Yeah. yeah. So you're fine. You're good. You're good. You thought you were on TikTok for a second, didn't you? I was very. <laughs> close. No. I know. I know you were. I could tell. I, but look, you know, but like that's, that, this is, this is actually your team, right? Like this is how I felt when the commanders got sold. Like that's all the, all the frustration built up or all the excitement or whatever that emotion is. Like it goes beyond betting. Like this is like, we're all sports fans too. Like you don't get into this business and not like, you're not a sports fan. And like, this is your team. So you, you, you should be happy with where this team at least is, but I don't think the roster is going to look like this the rest of the way. Like, Anthony Simons probably gets moved. The question is for who? Like, you know, you mentioned maybe sending him over to the Nets and you get somebody. I mean, they got Mikhail Bridges. My God, I don't think that that's the trade that happens. But, like, you know, you start thinking about those types of possibilities. If I'm looking at Portland, I don't look at their win total last year and go 33 wins. They might be – they were a team that was better than a 33-win team. They shut everybody down. I mean, when – what do you think? Probably about a 41, 42, 42 and a half win total, maybe. I think it's a lot higher than – I think you, you throw out the 33 wins last year because that wasn't a real testament to that team. I think they're closer to maybe hovering around, around 500 or so in terms of a win total. 37 and a half, I would say, is probably – Oh, you're going that – you think it'd be that low, really? You think it'd be that low? I, think okay. Vegas, I just think Vegas is not high on a young team, and they probably will still build in the fact that they think at the deadline that trade – they might get traded. So I think it's still an over. I would still probably take the over. And it all right. depends on whether I'll they definitely take the over Jeremy on that. Grant. Yeah, resign Jeremy Grant. Yep. Who knows what you can get for Anthony Simons. They need a wing. They need a three. That's very clearly what they need. And maybe you try to do like a three-team trade for Kyle Kuzma. Maybe it's Anthony Simons for Kyle Kuzma. And then a third team gets involved. The third team gets Anthony Simons, and then the te- the maybe the Wizards need something back. Maybe it's picks that they get back or something, mm-hmm. which would be very interesting. Yeah, it's you'd have to maybe get a little. You're gonna have to get a little creative, but he's still Simons is a young enough player where he could be enticing to a team, um, and that just kind of rounds out this roster a little bit. But yeah, if their win totals at 36 or 37, I'd take the over. I, the one thing, though, they, they are going to have to have some level of veterans because, like, young teams don't win in the NBA. You have to have some level of veteran leadership there besides just dames. So Jeremy Grant staying is a big deal. And then, you know, you go from there and see who else they add. But I guess Dame's staying in Portland forever. They took down the display because they're building him a statue. I think that's what it is, Trista. <laughs>